Warning, it is the opinion of the Four Street Productions and the Working Perspectives podcast Weekend Poppin' that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You've been warned, so if you decide to listen, then don't complain like a fucker! Friend of the show, former guest of the show, Alan Bach, and soon to be guest again, uh, knocked a guy's teeth out in the parking lot at that place. And then, Hell yeah. After <laughs> knocking the guy's teeth out, gets jumped by a couple other guys, then it gets broken up by Wally with some baseball bats, and then the bouncers come out and really break it up, and then Alan went back later looking for the teeth that he knocked out because he wanted to make cufflinks out of them. <laughs> Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast, Weekend Poppin'. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by the strongest of stems, Steve Cabot, Bernie Biceps, Bernie Bass Hits, the bad boy, Bern Podcasty, Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, and the party boy is back again, party boy Pete McCormick. Strong stem, how you feeling, my man? He's feeling festive. We got fucking, like you said, bad boy Bert Burton, the bull. I got JDZ and play me, Pete. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Benoit Poudkasse, how are you, my man? Feeling good, man. Feeling good. Just going to, uh, you know, knock out a little pod here and then maybe wrap some stuff. And... Knocking it all out the night before. Great job. Yes, yeah. mine. Perfect. Jalen Glad to have you back on the on the pop in. How you doing, my man? Fuller, go easy on the Pepsi. (laughs) 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 Nice, nice. And then the party boy, plain meat Pete, poultry man Pete. How we doing? Hell yeah. Maddie, Batty, Boom, Batty, we're ending the year on a good note. I found the last case of Mad Elf at the beer distributor. Whoa, you're going to do some time. Bong, oh, baby. Bing, bong. Yeah, Pete's going to wake up in the year 2022. Here we go. Fuck your life. Yeah. Yeah, fuck your life. Bing, bong. What do you want to say to Joe Biden? <laughs> hey, all right. Very nice. Well, in case you're all wondering, you can find all our content and all our stuff on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can hang out with us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workingperspectives at gmail.com. And please give me a fucking Merry Christmas and just get her off my ass. Like and subscribe so my wife leaves me the hell alone about doing the show. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast Weekend Poppin'. Let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working Perspectives. Exploring your day and how you get paid. Launching a new episode every Tuesday. Your day can transform while we inform.
All right. So, I mean, I'll tell you, I know we all listened to the show this week because it was mandatory uh, <laughs> after last week. But uh, I, I'll tell you, I love, and honestly, I, it's becoming more of like a thing. Like all the dude, all my buddies at Henzo's are all like, everyone wants to, like they're all on the show. It's like a rite of passage almost, you know what I mean? So I've had so many Henzo guys on the show already. And it was, dude, just another killer episode last week with Chad Kilhefner. I fucking loved it. Like, it's really just like the same thing we've been saying about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Just another nerd assassin out there, you know, getting scalps, fucking snapping necks, cashing checks. And he's also, hey, uh, regional director of finance, NBD. So I really liked the show. Really was a big fan of it. Uh, Strong Stem, your thoughts. What would you think about Chad Kilhefner? I know he's a fellow Henzo guy like yourself. Wait, you do a show that we're supposed to listen to? Oh, uh, yeah, Diana. So I'm, jo- <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, so again, again, uh, as usual, like whenever I hear a Henzo guy, uh, I, I do listen to those, uh, all the Henzo guys, of course, because, uh, you know, any person, I, I always tell people this, people don't understand. I don't know how to put this the properly, but the, the ego check that happens when you first yeah. enter, not just the yeah. Brazilian jiu-jitsu gyms. I've been around and I don't give a fuck yeah. about jiu-jitsu gyms, but guys who are under Henzo, guys yeah. like Rich and got gyms like that. When you yeah. go in there, it is, when I say the highest of the highest levels, you'll find guys in there that'll rip your fucking head off and can yeah. compete anywhere in this world, like Mike Padilla, like yeah. Rich. There's some guy, Steiner, there's some kids yeah. in there that are fucking killers on the mat. So any guy that has the balls to go in there and realize that he is not who he thought he was, and then you have to keep on working, gets all the respect in the world out of my eyes. And, you know, I I, I love guys like that, guys that aren't afraid to fail, guys that aren't afraid to get beat up, to be honest. I mean, I got to ship you that. Like, Mike, got to ship you out of me for months at that place before you figure it out. So, you know, I I love the guy for that. And and when you see him succeed in anywhere else in life, it makes complete sense to me. He's he's another one that you you ain't seen that guy quit. There's no, like, there's no pussy in him. There's no, like, I can't get over this or get through it. So, you know, it was dope for me to listen to because, uh, you know, I love people like that. Yeah, dude, I'll tell you. And, like, it had been kicked around years ago at the gym, uh, the possibility of doing a reality show at the gym. And I really wish we would have done it. One, just because, like, the fucking character's there. But for this exact reason, and we have it, there is a video. It's on our Instagram and Twitter and, and TikTok and everything. And it's Thick Fit USA. He's all, you know, Chad has also posted it. But there's a transformation video of him last year at the beach. And then he takes the same photo a year later or maybe, you know, around a year later. And he's lost 80 pounds. He's fucking, you know, got with his kids, which is such a dope picture for like later in life to show his kids. Like, look, whatever. Yo, you remember how like in school or whatever sport you're doing right now, you you think you suck and it's hard. I get it. Look what dad did. Yeah. Like, keep pushing. That's what we do. Yeah. You know, it was a great, like, thing to have his kids in the dude, photo. That was dope. Yeah. Dude. Oh, it's in, honestly, it's like, it's like, almost it's like, dude, it just fills you up with, like, just, like, joy and, and happiness for the guy to see, like, he was Agreed. legit, like, he was on the couch, couldn't fucking move, was, like, really just down and out in life, like, everything was a problem and he was his big thing was he was missing time with his family and brazilian jiu-jitsu was able to get him to get that time back and now bro, yeah now dude they're like those kids are little badasses too i see those i bet at the gym they're fucking little badasses so yeah no really good show really respect for that man big time big time shout out fan show listener show chad kill after six fit you a lot of respect for that guy uh benoit pudkase your thoughts on the chad kill after episode 
Yeah, man. What a nice dude. Um, he just was such a genuine dude. Totally. And uh, totally. I, I checked out Thick Fit USA right away after that because, like, I've been yeah. in the same boat. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, I, I got a bad back. I blew two discs out when I was younger playing ball. And, like, yeah. you know, you get into good places where you're like, all right, I'm going to the gym. I'm working out. I'm, I'm working towards something. Then you catch an injury. Oh. Then before you know it, you're like, it's been, it's been two months. Like, and so the hardest part about that is, like, being able to go, like, okay, well, I'm not going to be able to go do 100% today, but I can go do 80. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. I can go, I can go do eight. I, yeah. I, okay. I can't, I can't, I can't lift some stuff. Okay. But I can, I can go do something. Yeah. There's st- uh, there's something I can be doing to improve myself. Yeah. And I, I think he, he kind of hit the nail on the head too, where like everybody wants to lose weight and look good and stuff, but like, I don't know, you get to a certain age and you're like, I just want to be healthy. You know, yeah. like I just, like I'm just overall healthy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a thick fitter. I'm gonna get my thick fit on. Hey, we're and, all, uh, dude, we're all thick. Dude, it's time. There's room on the bus. We're all part of the thick crew. Dude, thick is in. Brendan Schaub has made thick the thing to do. You know what I mean? Thick boy nation. If you ain't thick, thick you with ain't the Reese's. Shit. If you ain't thick, you ain't shit. Right? So, no, it was honestly, I agree with you. Just the whole, you know, every, like his whole aspect of where he's at now in his life and everything's changed. And like he is, dude, just like, I, like the nicest guy. He's one of those guys, like, like when he get, when you go, like when he's going, he can fucking go. I'm not saying that, but he's like the nicest guy. You know what I mean? Like after sparring, you know, you're talking, he's like, oh man, that fucking shot, you know, like, oh gee, you know, like he's one of those, but when you're in there, it's fucking killer be killed. And that's how it, dude, that's how it's supposed to be. So nice. Jade up. I know we were recorded it together. And before the episode even ended, you had already become a thick fitter, right? <laughs> yeah. So what did you think of the Chad Killefner episode after listening back to it? Who doesn't love a good before and after picture? It's oh, the best. Hell yeah. It's the best. The best. Hell yeah. You beat it. The best. And I love, yeah, all the, uh, the Q-Mart talk. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Q-Measy. Shout out Q-Mart, fan of the show, listener show. Yeah. <laughs> they have red tiles. Oh, Only Quakatown has red tiles. Dumb. Hell yeah, dude! Q Mart, dude! Oh, what a wonderful place! My my little brother <laughs> would say uh, Quaker Town is the island of misfit toys, right? And you are, <laughs> dude, fake jeans. dude, one hundred percent correct, right? Everyone there is still rocking Jenko jeans. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking blazing heaters in the place. Oh yeah, air walks all over the place, just doing it, just doing and it. And one, yeah, and just, one shorts. <laughs> angry just so like yeah that is an angry town but they got the shacks instead of jordans and shit up there it's like that stupid shack shoe where he's hanging on the rim oh dude they are oh yeah that's a walmart town for sure (laughs) for sure walmart built that town baby but no it's uh yeah shout out quaker town fan of show listener show so let's keep it moving. Yeah, dude, Q-Mart loved it. I think everyone that's gone to Q-Mart has raced the electric cars. I think we all know yeah, what we're talking about that's here. That's the best. 100%. Yeah. You get lost in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You even, <laughs> yeah. 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 Dude, and I told this story of, so P and Steve will know this. When we were in high school, I was like the stacker guy, right? Like I always had stackers and we would get them. For, I won't say who stole them, but someone would steal them from the Q-Mart. And then get like, you know, give them to me or sell them to me at a discounted price. And then I would just, here we go, guys, everyone who needs one, it's a bucket pill. You know what I mean? And like, so, Steve was coming to my homeroom every morning, like, here's three bucks. 
taking three stacker twos at one time. So remember <laughs> this, because yeah. remember me and me and Hill used to say there's going to be a fucking uh, this is this might happen. There's going to be a documentary one day about how half the North Penn wrestling team of this little high school died because they ate these fucking Whoa. non FDA pills that you supplied. Yeah, they had a fe- they had like a Federer in them, right? Dude, I remember like Barry one time took too many. He was like sitting next to me. He's like, I can't stop moving, Pete. I can't stop moving. I'm like, well, why'd yeah. you take all these things, man? Dude, I, I, <laughs> dude, I remember having like heart palpitations at practice, being like, oh, that Bro, I remember why first is this period different. I remember first period doing my homework, the girls next to me homework. Uh, I wasn't even in this fucking, I wasn't even into the fucking, you know, uh, the arithmetic. I'm doing everybody's, because I'm already high strung, as yeah. you may know. Right. I, oh, forget about it. I was running in circles like the Tasmanian devil. Yeah. Dude, I remember we had uh, a girl on the team, and uh, we, she was, dude, shout I her out. I used to grab her tits. And we all, dude, everyone, like that poor girl, right? Like, oh, dude, we're all like, I like. Double grapevine everyone's copping a feel when they're wrestling you know what i mean like it's like and she dated a north wales guy (laughs) but like like you would take her down and then like you'd be on top and it's just like your your fucking crank is right on her you know what i mean like that poor girl but she would end up she would win a couple matches that year so shout out to her she would beat men in a couple matches well boys we'll say but don't don't ever call them men yeah but either way um she uh i like i gave her some one time and she was like, well, how many should I take? I was like, well, I take three at a time, right? She had never taken them before. Takes three. You're also a baby bear. You're a baby right. bear. But yeah. also I had been taking them for, for months at that point, right? So I was like, I don't I was like, I don't think 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was wrestling 189. She's wrestling like 112. <laughs> Just waxed down three stacker twos that are whacked with a Fedra or whatever. Dude, she was like. Like that, like I remember, like uh, the person who would give me the pills was like, "Bro, never like this is bad. She might like, like she's like it was kind of like considering going to the hospital. Like she uh, this, this this has happened on multiple levels. There was a very cute girl that I leave unnamed that was very popular because she was very dorky, very great. She was a great person. She was like fucking student council president in my class, and they were trying to get ready for a dance. And they were yeah. like, you guys, wrestlers, lose weight all the time. How do I lose weight for my dance? And I'm like, uh, no, no, no. We don't lose weight like that. We lose water weight. It comes right yeah. back. Like, we just, that's not, we don't, like, die. This isn't sustainable. She was like, <laughs> yeah, give yeah. me give me something. I was like, all right. Well, here, we take these. And she was like, okay, how much do I take? I go, I don't know. I take, like, three or four of these motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, I said, but for you, you should take one, right? She blacked out and threw up in the bathroom. And every hot chick for, like, two months was so mad at me. Uh, so mad at me i was like hold hold the fuck up she came to me i ain't get you can buy these motherfuckers at 7-eleven i didn't yeah. bring some shit off the block like come yeah. on yeah but, I mean, feeder. yeah 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 it was the i mean like the q mart stackers probably had a little extra juice because it was the q mart but you know it is what it is so nice so yeah and then the party boy what do you think about this week's show oh man very relatable because uh you know what it reminded me of like you know the, the comedian Bob Kelly, and he talks oh, about like how he's lo- gone dude, through like uh, love Bob Kelly, yeah. love him. and he, he blows up and then he gets small. He's, he's like he's gone through so many fads. He's on my fifth fad. And I I feel that because like when I'm in shape, I'm down to two fifty, and then I'm up to three twenty. So I'm going to start my own account. Last fat. This will be the last fat. Nice. Hey man, <laughs> hell dude, yeah, Pete. You do, Pete. I've seen you. You you are like you will take off weight really quick. 
right? Like, yeah, when, then I just put it right back on. Like, it's just like I have six months, and then I'm like, all right, time to go back. But like, but I'm with Burn now. We're now like back in the day, it's like you wanted to like lose weight to like get a girl or for this, and now it's just like, well, now I just want to live. Like, yeah, I'm getting close to forty. Like, I <laughs> who want, dude? Like, also in my like, I like I'm with you. I was like, who wants to live miserably? Like, yeah. dude, like watching what you eat and like having to kill yourself like that's it sometimes can be a miserable existence <laughs> hold on hold on a second though did pete did you just recite a big pun line what was my big pun line what do you say i dropped 100 pounds i'm trying to live everybody want to be like me uh, i'm trying to live nice. i dropped 100 pounds no it's uh yeah uh dude but i'll tell you this pete's one of those guys and i've seen it happen from working out with him one he can go into the gym right now having not lifted in however long and he's putting up 225 and he's times. dominating 225 oh, you know 15 what times you, no sweat and you, know what else? All, you guys you guys know tyler smith uh, he was a younger kid on the wrestling team. Like I coached him like the year that I was there, okay. but he's like a big guy too. And when I saw when I heard Thick Fit, he put up a video back in the day where he was on an uh, an elliptical, sprinting full speed, and his girl just kept handing him these twisted tees, and he's like as big as me, and he just like <laughs> the twisted tees all on full sprint on the elliptical. I'm like, oh, this kid's I, such a little beast, dude. I he's a legend. Tyler, he would hang. He was friends with like uh, Randy and shit. He would come to the gym. Yeah, he would come before. around. Yeah. Like, yeah, he was like Sarah's yeah. age. Like he, but, would come around, he yeah. was like, but he was he. I remember because he was fucking hilarious. Yeah. He used to quote. <laughs> I remember he would quote. <laughs> he would quote waiting, and he would just be like, oh, "No blue cheese on the salad," <laughs> like <laughs> pretending to whip a guy. I don't know. I just thought the kid was a riot. But yeah, he was pretty. Fat, shout out, fan of the show, listener the show. But yeah, he's, uh, he's man, and man, I'm also I'm liking the new opener with the Cheetos thing. Yeah. But uh, I'm with you, crunchy over puffs for Cheetos specifically. Yeah. But Jacks blow them all away. Oh. Especially you leave you leave the bag open for like a day, so it gets you a little bit stale. stale. You need Ugh. to stale them. A stale puff is a good is, but it's yeah. better because it gives it more crunch. Let's just say it needs to breathe. Needs to breathe Cheetos. a little bit. So okay, so yeah, like we said, available now on all podcast platforms and YouTube. The Chad Kill After episode. Really, like, honestly, another fucking just ice cream episode where we hit, like, funny parts and emotional parts, like, inspirational parts, right? Like, hit every flavor of ice cream on this episode. Really, really good stuff. Really informative, too, about, like, you know, like, we had back-to-back financial planners who did somewhat similar jobs, right? But two totally different ways. Right. But like had the same kind of grasp on why they're doing, why they're doing it. You know what I mean? And it was really, really just awesome to get like, I love that shit. I love learning more about that stuff and getting into a little insurance and things like that. But no, like we said, available now, Chad Kilefner, available now on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. Also, Thick Fit USA, a great follow on Instagram and TikTok. Hell yeah. Check him out. Links will be in the description. Big fan of him. I can't wait to get him back on the show. So moving on. All right. Next week, we're bringing back an oldie but a goodie. It is the Roundtable Series Episode 3, The End of Saga Part 3, The Next Generation, a.k.a. The Who Is, apparently. The Young Smeezers. <laughs> the Young Smazuzis. Yeah. So uh, on next week's episode, we'll have the debut of Rachel Sausage Osilis, uh, Ali Benicasa, and Young Bradley. 
Brad <laughs> Young Bradley. Young Bradley, brother to co-host Justin Richardson. Uh, real brother, not one of the 50 other brothers. Not Rod yeah. or Todd. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Redheaded a brother, right? <laughs> yeah, my, my dad has uh, um, two kids with my stepmom, and they're 10 years younger. And my dad's born-again Christian, so those two kids are super religious. So Flanders kids, we call them Rod and Todd. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. That's awesome. That's great. That is great. Nice. So, and one of them didn't he recently get married? Yeah, they both got married before the age of twenty-four. Idiots. Fuck. And I think you told me. I think you told me like Rod or Todd didn't go to Todd or Rod's wedding. Yeah, the one didn't go. To, and the one's <laughs> already been married. Tw- the one's already been married twice. Hell and yeah! He, that's what that's what that religion will get you. A couple wives, Jeremy. You know wait, I mean? wait, 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 wait. He's already. This is his third one, or this is his second one. So he's he got married. They got divorced within a year, and then he got married again within like another year. And now he's oh, married, yeah. and, and that's it. Gotcha. Is, is that really... Rod or Todd doing this? That's Rod, the older one. Shout out Rod. Yeah, to the yeah, Lord. Rod. He's been married like nine times. <laughs> at this at this rate, he could knock out like eleven marriages before he's my age. Dare <laughs> to dream. That's what happens when you can't you have guys... sex before marriage. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, that too. they used to go and see Brad and Mummy's <laughs> band back in the day. Yeah, Hell yeah. It was, yeah, it was the worst because, like, well, like, so I wanted to go see them, but <laughs> it like, it'd be weeknights, worst. and I'm like, okay, like, they'll go on early and then I can go home. But they, they were the only people that brought anyone, so there'd be 30 people there, they'd be all Brad Mummy's friends, so then they wouldn't let them play until last. So I'm like, yeah. oh, now I'm, it's, it's Tuesday night, I'm out here until 2 a.m. because they yeah. are the only ones that have friends that can come out and see the bands. Yeah. I saw him. What was the one place? Um, Reeds, right? Is that what the name of it was? Yes. Yes. Buying Wawa wow over there on oh, seventy three yeah. two hundred two. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. They would go to Reeds. Reeds was a fucking place, dude. That, uh, you can you know find that, some hoas in there yeah. for sure. I saw yeah, the, about the last podcast. Uh, that Montana West. Like I was thinking about Reeds when we were talking about Montana West on the last. I'm like, oh yeah, there was like oh outside the Very city club. There was like good times. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Very similar. But, but Justin, what? Who did you see at Reeds? I saw the Ying Yang Twins at Reeds. <laughs> what the fuck were they doing at Reeds? She had hands oh. upon her knees and her bows on her thighs. I was like, oh, my yeah. buddy was like, "You want to go see Ying Yang Twins?" I was like, "Not really." They're like, "They're at Reeds." I was like, "All right." <laughs> and then we got hammered and showed up. I was like, "This is fucking wild." <laughs> they only have like three songs. After like yeah. fifty minutes, I was like, "Okay, we can we can go now." <laughs> yeah. Yep. Nice. Dude, I, Dude, I used to love those uh, bars too, because like after one, they like no shots, and I'm like, all right, I'll just take uh, whatever on ice. And I'm like, oh wait a minute, I'm like, yeah, hey, that's your rules, man. I'll yeah, figure it out. Right. Give yeah, me a straw. Yeah, your rules, not mine. <laughs> but uh, hell yeah, Pete, friend of the show, former guest of the show, Alan Bach, and soon to be guest again, uh, knocked a guy's teeth out in the parking lot at that place. And then hell yeah, after <laughs> knocking the guy's teeth out, gets jumped by a couple other guys. Then it gets broken up by Wally with some baseball bats. And then the bouncers come out and really break it up. And then Alan went back later looking for the teeth that he knocked out because he wanted to make cufflinks out of them. (laughs) 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 Couldn't find the teeth, unfortunately. Yeah, what are you going to do? But yeah, yeah. So nice. So, okay. So let's keep it moving. So yeah, next week uh, uh, on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Work Respects Podcast, we'll have the next generation end up Honestly, really just like it really add like just (laughs) you see like the progression, right? Like end of saga part one really was kind of like it really was the the upper echelon. And you hear some stories 
from the younger kids that I mean, dude, you guys, it was the fucking Lord of the Flies in the, in fucking North Wales. <laughs> so you know it definitely, I mean? like, it definitely, it did this next episode definitely interests me because that all three of are well, both of those girls were really good friends with another girl who was my guy's little sister. So they grew yeah. up and I kind of just ignored the shit out of them because they're a solid like six, seven years younger than me. I just ignored the shit out of them. But to watch all the fucking dipshit shit we did from their yeah. perspective, they yeah. talk about like knowing they must know if you're a noodle immediately when they meet a guy. They're probably like, yeah. uh, so I, I can tell in a second because they've been around so many assholes. They know the signs and they can give it like if they if you want to go they can oh they're tough right broads there. oh they yeah. tough broads yeah, 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 I, yeah I will dude I will say this like they are funny right and mm-hmm. like but they did say this and they do tell some stories about like being picked on and made fun of and it just is what it is but they also said that they might have been picked on but they know like all those guys had their back right like yeah they like they knew like if they needed them those guys would would help them out and they did hundred percent. So, you know, it's just, it's all part of growing up in a neighborhood kind of thing. Uh, one of the, uh, one of the, the guests, Rachel Sausage Arcelis is famous for turning my little brother gay. So, <laughs> you, know. you know how like in sports, they say like, it doesn't uh, build character. It reveals it. Yeah. Rachel didn't, she didn't build it. She just revealed it. <laughs> <Took the mail laughs> off. Ah. <laughs> You're right. I mean, he was born that way. What are you going to do? You know? <laughs> so yeah, but no, dude, honestly, really great show. Uh, Justin's younger brother, Brad was really good on it. Tells a couple stories that are fucking <laughs> this great. Um, but yeah, no great show. Be available next Tuesday, all podcast platforms and YouTube at WorkSpecs podcast. The round table series is back. Part three in the in the books getting ready to go so super excited for that so let's keep it moving um so something happened last weekend uh i mean i don't know how to feel about it a couple people have approached me and my thoughts of this guy um i'll tell you this the number one person to make out from last weekend was dude wipes because when fucking Woodley got dropped, all you see is his ass and his ass just said <laughs> dude wipes. Like, I mean, primo marketing. But yeah, dude wipes, fan of the show, listener of the show. But party boy, I'm always interested to hear your thoughts. What do you think of the Jake Paul Tyron Woodley fight? Dude, that was uh that was just depressing. That that's the end of MMA. I'm just like done with like like people are asking me, like, well, who do you think you should fight next? Like, what about Anderson Silva? You think Anderson fight? I'm like, actually, I think Anderson would, but I don't want to take that chance anymore. Like, I'm not yeah. I don't want to go Anderson to go up there and get KO'd like in the twilight oh, he's, he's in dude, his forties. Yeah, if, if, like you would never hear the end of it if Jake Paul like yeah. he's already you're never hearing the end of it. You I'm know? like, just have him fight an actual boxer at this point, yeah. man. Like yeah. just put him in the ring with somebody <laughs> put him in with Canella, yeah. see how it goes, yeah. you know. <laughs> Stop it. Get the fuck out of here. So two things. One, give this man his respect, right? For all you Dude. noodles that don't know oh, the yeah. fight game, this kid not only can crack, but he has the big thing is he has great timing. And for people Bad. like Matt, you know about timing. And this kid has power in his hands, right? Now, again, two things. Look at any other humans, any other boxer on this planet. All these people, he needs to fight a boxer. Look at Mike Tyson's first four fights. Look at Floyd Mayweather's first four fights. Look at Canelo's first four fights. Yeah. Have you ever seen... A guy with his first four fights, knockout, not just flatlined T-Wood. And, I'm not, and I hate Jake Paul before I say this. Not just – he flatlined a five-time world champion that's never had his lights put out in his entire career like that. Like yeah, that. I'm just saying, though, like, like, you're, like you're a boxer. These are boxing matches. You go through the warm-ups, now fight a real boxer. Like you've Relax, already taken you know, the top again, of the May guy. N- relax. Again, 
fourth boxing fight. Fourth. Again, go to Mike Tyson's first four. Go to Canelo's first four. Go to Muhammad (laughs) Ali's first four. And compare him to his first four. I would honestly, I would honestly love to see where the first four people Canelo Alvarez fought are because they were legit. Guadalajara. Yeah, Guadalajara where he grew up. In the street. Guadalajara and cab drivers, right? Yes. 100%. Like, like, where where are these guys now? Like, does one of them work in a cartel? Another the good one that's buried in a field. Like, come on. Another good one that might be close to your heart. Who the fuck were the first four people to ever fight Triple G? Some yeah. guy in the Balkan coast. They were like, yo, oh, hey, yeah. buddy, come here. You want to fight? He was like, sure. They were like, this guy's not that good. And then Some he guy. breaks your face. You're like, what the fuck? Some guy that's like, if I lose this, I work in chemical plant. <laughs> the chemical plan for 27 years you know and his name is vlad so i'm the supervisor now i'm outside yeah, with the yeah, hair yeah. still running he's like i'll be right back and you gotta fight this guy yeah the i really need to die the belt yeah. is made out of that beaded material for cab chairs shoulder <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> but again so there's a couple names real quick the couple names have been getting thrown out right so again his his good choices would be honestly would be Masvidal or Diaz because again remember these guys fought majority of their career at 170 or 155 but have fought at 170 he's a big kid people forget about this he's a big kid right for sure and he's 6'1 like his older brother wants to fight but uh I think he wants Nate because obviously Dana has Nate and McGregor for one more uh fight on their car on their uh contract so Dana's not gonna let this money skate he knows this fight's gonna happen he's not gonna Mm -hmm. let it not happen under his card right so he's gonna make one of those happen the one that everyone wants to see, if he really wants to get his name out there, is Anderson Silva. Because Silva fought yeah. primar- primarily at 185, yeah. also doubled up at 205 a couple times. Yeah. And he just beat the living dog shit at Julio Cesar Chavez, who people can say what they want. He's legendary for not training, but is also a multiple-time world champion. So and say what the fuck you want. And he's multiple like world champion. He he's knocked down Andy Lee, and Andy Lee is legit is a savage. world champ. So, savage. Like they're yeah, like and Anderson who, beat the shit out of him. Julio Cesar Chavez, when when he junior, does have junior. junior put that fucking right. junior in there. Julio Don't Cesar you Chavez say that junior does have yes. ability and he is he is a world class fighter. Right, legendary for not training. Led, yeah, legendary for wasting <laughs> all his money not training with Freddie Roach. Right, like, yes, kicking him but, out of the gym. Yeah, I mean, but it's a whole, you know, I mean, it is what it is. That's his choice. But yeah, Anderson, Anderson Silva's got. I mean, a, as far as like hands in UFC, he has to have some of the best all time. Right, I, I remember I BJ Penn had decent hands coming up. Yeah. Right, like yeah. couple of the best hands. Yeah. Yeah. of an MMA guy, I think. So, uh, yeah, probably. I, but, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue that, Pete. Burn. Yeah. What are your now, thoughts? Oh, oh, go ahead, Steve. Hold on, I got one last thing. So, with this whole Jake Paul thing and all that, the other, the only that I'm out of this because it fucking drives me insane. But the kid is talented. Did you? Did anybody see? Because one of the people he called out was Jorge Masvidal, right? Street yeah. Jesus, one of my favorite humans on the planet. Because <laughs> when you talk about the real, the real, this bull, he's not there for any of the bullshit, right? And Masvidal, did anybody see his like response to him? Where he was like, hey, dickhead, you want to keep saying my name and you keep thinking you're fucking tough. How about you sign up for a real fight where I'm not talking this little pity patty boxing shit. Like I can pick you up and break your fucking spine and then beat the shit out of you while you're laying there paralyzed. Until you're ready to have a real fight where I can kick and slam and do everything, then keep my fucking name out of your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. My my, my husband hall too. Don't play games. 
Yeah, he and dude, he'll fight you in a fucking backyard. That guy, like, he don't give a shit. Well, he the decapitated Askren with a flying knee. That was still like the most brutal thing I've ever seen. The oh, funny thing is, too, in the lead-up fight to Jake Paul Askren, he had Masvidal called during a press conference. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I got your dad on the phone. Your dad? <laughs> I was like, this kid fucking gets it. Right? He does. He does. Dude, and Master he had, marketer. And he only followed one person on Instagram, and it was, and it was, it was his Askren's wife. wife. <laughs> I was like, this guy is so fucking good. But, Master. yeah. But, Burn, what were your thoughts on the Paul, uh, Paul Woodley fight? I, I kind of lean like Steve, like how old is Paul? 24, maybe. All right. So like, I get that he's a big, a big social media star and stuff, but like, you know, 24, you're four and oh, you're knocking people out. You're fighting yeah. guys who are past their prime, but they're still guys who know what they're doing in the ring. Like, there were no, except for the, uh, who was the one? It was an Askren who just went in there and just was out of shape and just got, oh, got popped. Yeah. Just went in there to get a paycheck. Yeah. Askren was like, no matter, Askren has the worst hands in MMA. He was going to get KO'd no matter what, no matter what right. shape he was in. Yeah. Right. But I kind of lean with Steve, like, okay, these are the kids' first four fights. Like, you know, I don't know if he's going to need to, like, the, it's, I don't know. I can't imagine coming up being that young, being at the beginning and already having that much money in my pocket. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know if he's going to have to sacrifice the same way he would be if he wants to be a great fighter, but um, I think he's going to, I mean, I think within his next couple of fights, like he'll, he's going to have to fight somebody um, right. yeah. who's around his age and around his ability level. Cause yeah. who's left, you know what I mean? You can keep calling out retired UFC guys. Yeah, see, you're right. Like he built his own grave. Like players. he built this, this. He 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 dug his grave. Now you got to fight somebody big. If you're going he's to, gonna, he's going to have to. I don't. If I if I'm going to pay for you to fight, I don't want to see you fight a scrub I mean, or an old past the prime guy. I've seen it a couple times now. Right? I want to see what's yeah. next. Say what you want he, about I, this guy. I wish. You know. I wish that was the case. Yeah. But Pete, the sad part is there's enough of young idiot assholes that yeah, love yeah. him He's that so, will pay for him to fight. Watch him beat such the shit out of some other idiot. I agree, Matt. I 100 agree with you. He is That's the sad part. He is a job. I agree. You cannot disagree with that. You're going to get paid. It's red panties night. Dude, he fucking, <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know any other fighter ever that, I mean, two, 50% of their first four fights were on Showtime. Like, right. Like, right. What the fuck is that? And they're worth millions. Yeah. 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 Dude, and he's, like, he's offering guys, like, $5 million purses. That would be, yep. like, Mas, this would be if Masvidal was to take this fight, biggest purse of his career. Same thing mm-hmm. with Nate Diaz, right? Mm-hmm. Like they'd be their biggest purse of their career. No, not true. Oh wait, Nate, Nate, yes, not or no, Nate, no, because he fought no, Connor. Okay, yeah, McGregor's but second biggest, second biggest purse, right? For, like, for sure, like for a real still, professional. Yeah, right it's to unreal. fight this. Get, I mean, but say what you want. I mean, you know, the Nate Robinson knocked out. He knocked out a guy who probably never had a fight in his never, life. Didn't really. even spar, cause God. Uh, I always had respect for Nate Robinson though, because he 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 went after um who sucker punched Marty Collins in a game. Uh, oh, Nate Robinson uh, was the only one that went after Carmelo him. Carmelo Anthony, I think. Yeah, it's Carmelo Anthony. Nate, little Nate Robinson ch- chased him Temple down the court. Alum. Yeah, exactly. Because he's Temple Alums. So I'm like, man, you can't go after my boy yeah. Marty. No way. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Nate Nate Robinson was also like a five foot nine defensive back for Washington yeah. State. <laughs> like he was a, just a just a monster athlete. Yeah, yeah, he won the dunk contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that was well, BS, no, man. That, that was bullshit. Iguodala should have won it that yeah. year. Iguodala yeah. got robbed the year Nate Robinson won it. I agree. I agree, hundred percent. Biggest robbery ever. Is that what you're gonna say, Pete? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell J- yeah. Jada, sure was. Jump over a guy. Right. Yeah. 
J-Dub, what was your thoughts on the uh, on the fight? Yeah, he knocked the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what we call, that's what we call he, J-Dub a flat line. He, he comically was. laid face down with his arms at his side. And he was just out. It's, yo. It honestly, just like, it's a very – like, I do it too. It's a right to the body, right? Like, you just keep peppering rights to the body, keep peppering rights to the body. And what you look for is this. Right. So if you see the elbow drop, right, pepper it again and make him think he's catching it, make him think he's catching it. And then the next time sit and come with a right up top. Dude, like I've done it to a ton of guys. If you look at Canelo Alvarez, he did it to Amir Khan. Same exact thing. Like, like, great. except for Amir Khan didn't get up for 15 minutes. No, oh, dude. Dude, I mean, yeah. they thought he was dead. Dude, he. Yeah, yeah, boy. That was terrible. <laughs> oh. Now again, too. The other thing is, the other thing is too. Like you said, so uh, there was a thing with T Wood, and T Wood was saying, or, or and Shab Salt and all this. Stuff. He's like, when every time I hear, he goes, whenever I go to like Starbucks, this is Shab. He's like, because people want to talk to me about fighting. I show up to fucking Starbucks, and the guy's like, you know that shit was fixed, right? Really, oh. you're gonna drop your hand like that? And Shab goes, I look him in his face, and I say, if you think fighting is fixed, I can't talk to you anymore. Yeah, because yeah. I don't care how much you pay me. I'm not letting him let me become a meme, face down, yeah. ass up, completely asleep. When I'm a uh, when I'm a certified Hall yeah. of Fame yeah. combat sports yeah. athlete, get the fuck out of my face. Yeah. If it was Joe Schmo off the street, wants three million. I get it. Right, fix it all you want, but this guy T would no. T would his. He's literally putting his whole career on the line. Every, yep. Do you think like, like uh, DC likes the crying DC meme or the shot, the shot <laughs> know, face? No, right? they would pay any amount of money uh, to get that shit off the internet. Yeah. I agree, Pete. Yeah. 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 There's no, dude, there was no fake in that shot. Not at all. Dude, it was great punch. Good for him. Yeah. Really, dude. Terrible defense by Woodley. I mean, yeah, dude, that's why it I, happens I, though. Dude, I'd cut like, uh, there's a, I mean, so when we're training, right, I call it a check hook. Right. Like we check the fuck like it, we call it a rookie hook. Right. Where if you pump in a guy. Right. And he keeps he, try, he tries to catch the jab with his right hand and he keeps. So he's pulling. Right. He's like pulling. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, exactly. You fake come around, finish with a two rookie hook him to fucking death. Dude, you got to learn one him. question now. Is it is it legal? Because I remember people saying this is one of the old school tricks and your balls deep in boxing. I'm not. Uh, uh, if I pull your hand forward when you do that, like say I escape that jab. And I pull that hand down and then hook over it. Is that frowned upon? I mean, is that legal? If, you're, if your jab is that weak enough that someone can paw it down, then you're fucking, then you deserve, you deserve it. You get. get it. You're going to get knocked out uh, either yep. way. So. Right. Yep, I get it. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So let's keep it moving. So, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, Woodley. I mean, you know, it, good. I mean, fuck you, Woodley. Fuck you for making me explain to a million people how fucking this YouTube nerd can knock people out. I'm like, well, you make a million dollars and go train with the best fucking trainers on the planet every yeah. day, three times a day. See how good you are in a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, no, shout, dude, shout out to Jake Paul. He's done I the agree. work. He's done the work. And it wasn't, I agree. he was a state place winner in Ohio wrestling wise beforehand. His brother so, uh, was, not him. Oh, his, brother. Brother. Oh, his brother, Logan, right. not, I, not Jake. Logan. Jake wasn't? I thought Jake did. Jake well. was a state qualifier. Logan was okay. an actual well, medalist. But okay. if he's, if he's not going to fight boxers, I want to see him fight Donald Brashear or uh, <laughs> Hell yeah, DZ. Hell yeah, J-Dub. Get, get some good ones in there. Maybe like Hell a, yeah. maybe like a David Chris Chelios. Yeah, Chris yeah. Chelios would be cool. What about Bigfoot? What about that Brazilian bull that has like the fucking giganto uh, gene? Can we get him in there? I think he bare knuckle boxes now. 
Uh, Taco Falls. Yeah. Taco Falls? <laughs> hell yeah, DZ. Like to see that, yo. Yeah. Dude, I think Maybe Charles like, Oakley's still in pretty good shape. He could probably yeah. go around her through. Charles Oakley <laughs> definitely beat the shit out of somebody. Yo, Two uh, women. Uh, it's so <laughs> Amanda Nunes, Nunes and Rose. Uh, Hell yeah, two on one. I like it. I mean, Dude, that was when the UFC first signed Greg Hardy. I'm like, is he going to fight men or women? Like, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. <laughs> this is his wife and his and her sister. Yeah. <laughs> Nice, dude. He fucking. Um, but dude, I'll say. I mean, I guess Tommy Fury, legit. I mean, th- that's another thing. Shout out to Woodley. Two weeks notice, taking the fight. That takes some yeah. fucking balls. I'll tell you that right now. That takes some. Paul would have killed. Like I, I saw the Fury fight though. Like because he was on the undercard of the other one where he was fighting. He, was terrible. he looked like shit. Yeah, like this is. I guy to, yeah, oh. awful. The, no, Jake Paul beats Fury. He he legit ducked him. He that beats was, the shit out of Fury. Yeah, yeah, that was a legit duck. I agree. So, okay, so let's keep it moving. So, uh, to this this show is airing, as everybody knows, on Christmas Eve. So, the day after Christmas Eve is Christmas. So, I want to do a quick little question. We'll start with you, Strong Stem. What was your favorite Christmas present you ever got your whole life? Oh, I mean, I only have to fucking think about that. So, my father was a mechanic, right? Yep. And in this shitty little neighborhood we grew up in, North Wales, yep. uh, one of my, I guess I was probably nine he got me a uh a three-wheeler a honda atc 73 wheeler dirt bike off-road vehicle and just for a little background they only made three-wheelers in the united states from 1983 to 1985 and i'm sorry 86 86, the government said enough assholes have died on these fucking reckless (laughs) machines we cannot produce them anymore no 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 more so my dad got me one of those. And later in life, I was like, dad, did you just want to kill me? Cause I was a shitty little kid or like too much energy. I, I, he was like, nah, I figured you'd figure it out. But I was <laughs> when I got that present, we're going to fast forward a couple of years. I got a bigger one, sold that, got a bigger motor on another three wheeler, but I would tie a sled to that bitch. And on Christmas morning, I'd roll up to all my friends' houses, banging on their windows. And they would jump in the sled while their parents, their mom passed out. Like, please don't let, please don't get in the sled behind Steve. Yeah. In don't this, let this you guys kid. Broke 12 and he's pulling you at 60 on yeah. fucking roads with cars. Yeah. No. You're, in ch- you're in church slacks and black socks. Yeah. You beat the shit out of me growing up all the time, but shout out the pops for giving me the most legendary present ever. Dude, a fucking shout out, three-wheeler. Shout out your dad. He's the fucking man. I fucking, your dad's appreciate awesome, that. No, dude, he's the fucking always been a boss, dude. Love your dad. So nice. Uh, let's keep it moving. Great shout. The three wheeler fucking Epic. <laughs> Epic. legendary. <laughs> nice. So uh, Benoit Pout Cassé, uh, favorite Christmas present of all time. This hurts. This hurts because uh, it was a GT Mach 1 Chrome. Was it, was it candy uh, red? No, it was chromed. It was all chromed out. Uh, and uh, I had it for about six months. Box. Yep. And then someone cut the lock on it uh, at, uh, outside uh, of a comic shop. Uh, I, never, I never saw it again. Uh, so that was the one that that was the one that got away. But and that, uh, just to know that that was a Mach one's one step above the interceptor. I had the interceptor. <laughs> My older brother had a Mach one for GT. Mm-hmm. The, the, the GT. 
Mach 1 was the real one. I had to shit the interceptor. It was the Cadillac. That's all I want. I was like, I don't want anything else for Christmas. I just want this. I need this bike. Don't give me anything else. I don't need any fucking sweaters. I don't need any, like, don't leave the stocking alone. Like, just if there's one thing in front of the tree and it's that bike, we're good. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, speaking of stolen bikes, uh, Steve, do you have something you want to to admit to J-Dub? (laughs) <laughs> I may or may not have stole your bike. If you, I, I would stab you. Yeah, I hated you when I was a kid. Too, you know? I would, I would have seen you on it because I checked yards, yo. I was mad as shit, yo. Yeah, I had a I red line. I saved up my own money and I fucking got a red line and I had it for like probably the same thing, like six months. And I never uh, left my bike out front. And I uh, one time did, and I walked outside and I was like. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! We, uh, dude, I'll I got you, my bike yeah. stolen and my brother's because I'm an asshole. Because when he moved out, he got he turned 16 and got a car. So I took yeah. his old GT Mach One and I left it outside in North Wales. Also got stolen. Oof! Yeah. I would, dude. I hate my bike was such a piece of crap. I was like, I want this thing to get stolen. I, I wish you would. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, guys, you want to steal this bike? They're like, yeah, we're good. You can, you know, we don't need that. We have enough junk. Oh, nice. Uh, All right. Well, then, very cool. Yeah. GT Mach 1. Fucking beautiful. Beautiful bike. Beautiful bike. Beautiful. Dude, I would love, like, if I had a lot of money, collect, like, old bikes and just keep them like that. would be fucking great. But, you know, keep them all shined up, hanging around, you know. But either way. I got the fucking mags. Oh, dude. If you had anything mongoose, anything Haro. I remember uh, former guest of the show, friend of the show, John Deary. He had a mongoose villain, and then he had a Haro Zippo. Both bikes, Oof. fucking awesome, off the chain, awesome. The yeah. best mongoose though was the Super Alloy or whatever. Remember that thing? It was the Super something. O'Connor had one because yeah. he, he went to LaSalle. You know, he grew up in North Wales. His family was rich. Yeah, they had, he had the fucking mongoose Super something, and it was like all fucking titanium or some yeah. shit. Yeah. I tried to steal it. He was my friend. <laughs> You're like i'm just borrowing it yeah so nice uh okay very cool yep gt mach one uh jaylen uh what was your favorite christmas present all time so it's the first christmas after my father left and so my uncle shows gotta, up gotta make it a good one then daddy's oh yeah man. we got my father's gone man, there. i'm like Respect i don't know your you uncle. know Christmas was all right. We're going to get a second Christmas. My uncle walks in. Who's like, it's my mom's older brother. He's like kind of a smoked cigarettes, plays the drums. Love I don't think he's ever gotten me anything before this. Comes in with a fucking Super Nintendo. Yo. Uh, the man. Uh, that fool's the man, J-Dub. He just became not your wrapped. favorite uncle all time. Oh, my God. I love oh, him yeah. to death for this. Not wrapped. With the, it came with uh, Mario, Super Mario World or yeah. Land, Super Mario Land yeah. in it, in the box and just hands it to me, yo. I just look at him like, are you following what? <laughs> I didn't see it coming, yo. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go upstairs, and I'll see you guys in, when PlayStation 1 comes out. Is this what these old <laughs> guys, you guys are talking about? Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Nice. And, uh, no. Yeah, you took the UPC out of off the box. You mailed that in. You got Mario All-Stars, and it came Ooh. with a T-shirt. Yeah. And that nice. T-shirt was my favorite T-shirt. Like, like yeah. If I could have that shirt back, I, I'd get, I'd pay a lot of money. I loved yeah, it. Okay. I had a little Mario and real big on the back. It said, now you're playing with superpower. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, 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 oh. And it was awesome. I loved it. So J-Dub, much. 
What the fuck is your uncle's name? He needs to be shout out. That guy's my, a legend. Uh, my uncle Mike. He's the man. All right, Uncle, uncle Mike. Mike. Shout out. <laughs> and that was, the, and he also, he, he never got me anything after that either. Like that, that was it. Dude, one he, year. He, he brought Deal. me Deal. Like, Nintendo. Dude, like, this is my time to shine yeah. right here. No <laughs> Gibson made Braveheart and he could have stopped there. But, you know, I mean, come on. You know what I'm saying? You just, you <laughs> ended it on, a, you ended it on a high. What are you going to do? Right? One and done. So nice. Awesome. Well, shout out Uncle Mike, fan of the show, listener of the show. Uh, party boy, the party boy, the party man, poultry Pete, plain meat Pete. What is your favorite Christmas present of all time? It was like, I got one of those little, like, two speaker stereos. It had like the three CD turner with the, oh, uh, you yeah. know, the discs. Yeah. And oh, only yeah. had three yeah. CDs. So it was perfect. I did. Yeah. All I had was, Green Day 311 and no doubt. They just played it on Luke nonstop. Dookie, right? Green Day <laughs> yeah, Dookie. Dookie, yeah. Dookie. 311, 311, right? Oh, yeah. And then no doubt was God. Tragic Kingdom. Tragic fucking Kingdom. Was it? Yeah, maybe it was. Pete, don't did you have the. No, just what you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. speak. Wildly, wildly. I sit around and, I, and watch and, the two. And then I, like, yeah. I had a Stephen Wright cassette tape that I would play over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Love Stephen Wright. Yeah. Dude, that's great. Dude, was I it the keep... one where you could see the CDs up top? Like the, it was a big tray and all three CDs Hell were yeah. there? Is it, was it, it was one that would, yeah, it, it would just kind of like you would hit the button and it would shoot out and there would be like three little, so you just pop all three in at the same time. Uh, yeah. But the CD was on top. Yeah, dude, dude, I, Pete, I think like one of the things we clicked on early on was that like my dad was letting me watch like Blazing Saddles, Spaceballs, like as a young kid, like, like, you know, six, seven years old, I'm watching Spaceballs and Blazing Saddles (laughs) and being like, you know, the Schwartz and all that stuff. But uh, either of way, of course he did. Your fucking old man's a legend, legend. dude. I, <laughs> but, not to cut you, not to cut you off. I, I saw a car today in the. I was at the grocery store. I should have, actually was picking up pizza, and there was this really nice black Mercedes, and on the front of it, it had a license plate that said "Spaceballs the car." Hell, oh. <laughs> fantastic! So good, dude, Mel Brooks, such a legend, yeah. dude. Do you know? So I found this out. The Schwartz, right? Your Schwartz is as big as mine, right? Like the, yeah. the Schwartz, like the yeah. power in Spaceballs is named after Mel Brooks's agent, who was like this <laughs> Jewish agent. Wait, wait, wait that's like, real? Yeah. The Schwartz. The, the Schwartz. No. My Schwartz is as big as yours. Yeah, no. That's so Apparently fun. he also, when he made Spaceballs, he went to, uh, who, who's the uh, Star Wars guy? Uh, George Lucas. George Lucas. He went to Lucas before and to get permission because you know he's like, he didn't want to have any trouble like, you know, uh, spoofing it. Legally, and he's like, yeah. yeah, you just can't do any merchandising. And that's why it's that whole scene. Merchandise. And we got space balls <laughs> along stock because he was doing that to make fun of Lucas for telling me to oh, merchandise that's anything. So good. Hold <laughs> up, Maddie. Hold up, Maddie. Love Did you bro. just say when he asked about him going at Lucas, you said legally? Yeah. Dog, this was in the 90s. He went Dude, to a no, lot of this respect, is like the so he didn't get buried behind the scenes. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like he went to Lucas, so Lucas didn't come after him legally. Yes, for a yeah, blessing, yeah. not legally. Well, so that he didn't get buried in a cornfield, you like know, a fucking casino. Yeah, it, it, I think it's more like it's also respecting because, like, uh, like Weird Al goes to like artists and asks their permission yeah. beforehand, and he doesn't legally yeah. have to, but he just kind of does it because, like, yeah. out of like a uh, good faith kind of a thing. You don't want to blindside yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to take Coolio as a mark. You know what I mean? Well, like, like, Coolio came out and said that he didn't have his permission, and Weird Al was like, "Why well, get everyone's permission?" So yeah, I did. I think Coolio was just embarrassed when it came out. Yeah. He's like, "Oh goddamn it!" Now yeah. everyone's gonna be thinking <laughs> of this thing whenever my song plays. Well, like. You know, I mean, Amish Paradise was a massive, massive hit. It was so way bigger than Gangster's Paradise. Dude, I mean, Gangster's Paradise was a massive hit, 
But Amish parents. Well, it was like a year or two. It was on yeah. a repeat when we were little kids. Uh, yeah. That's one of the one the first songs that like everyone knew the words to. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. Well, when we were at that right age, we're like, oh man, that's gangster, man. Yeah. Like, oh, this is like. <laughs> and the next thing you know, it's like living in an Amish paradise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. butter once or twice, living it. Yeah, I like, sell oh, man, that's just ruined discount price. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird Al would have a couple of uh, couple of fucking bangers out there. Couple? You, know? you mean uh, butter fan of the show, listener to the show, fan of the show, listener to the show. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out, fan of the show, listener to the show. What was nice. the name of his too legit to quit one? Uh, oh, I don't oh. know. He had pretty fly he for a white guy was too, big. Too legit to quit. I forget yeah. what it was. He had uh, eat uh, it. Uh, eat it. Yeah, he had eat it. Eat it. White, white and nerdy. Do you remember white? Yeah, and white nerdy. And nerdy. <laughs> so good. Instead of riding dirty, you're gonna catch me white and nerdy. You know, I thought it was so good. Yo, the dude's got talent. What are you gonna do? Right, yeah. I had a real long. He had like a long eight eight minute song that was uh that was about Star Wars, and it was oh, American Pie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah, right yeah. before they came out with the sequels or the the prequels or whatever. Yeah, that fun. was a big hit too. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, my my, this here Anakin guy, he yeah. may Vader someday later, but to me he's a small fry or something like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. So while we talk like assholes, burn. Did fucking uh, did uh, Weird Al Yankovic slap out there in the mountains? You goddamn right he did, man. You goddamn right he did. <laughs> he did he burn out out there there the yeah. I remember. I remember going to see that movie. I think I was in. Yeah, I think I was in eighth grade. It's like somewhere Montage between eighth grade or ninth grade. Montage Mountain fucks with it. Weird Al's been up there a bunch of times, man. He's played Montage. Kirby Center when I was a kid. Oh yeah. I know my Scranton uh, history. I'm a Red one from that area. Mm-hmm. Fucking love montage. Shout out, fan of show, listener show. Nice. So, all right, nice. Well, we're coming to the top of time, guys. I'll tell you this, and I want to tell this to everybody listening out there. Um, we fucking, you know, this is this is the Christmas episode, Working Perspectives podcast. But like you say, Merry Christmas to all the listeners. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, fucking happy it, you know. Uh, thank you for listening. All this stuff. Before we get out of here, Party Boy Pete, anything you want to say to the legions of the partiers before we get out of here? Uh, just uh, Merry Christmas and uh, drink up, gentlemen. Drinking up, love it. Drink it up, nice. Jalen, uh-huh. anything I you want to say? I just want to wish a happy Canadian Boxing Day to you and yours. <laughs> love it very cool very cool very nice of you uh just to let everybody know we have gone international as far as listeners oh we are in canada we are in india we are in uzbekistan and obviously and mozambique that's me ah. i bring it back around I yeah. bring in a big Mozambique. I'm big in Mozambique. You're massive in Mozambique. I have You're a huge massive. Mozambique following. Oh, dude, the Mozambique demo is you own it, basically. Well, yeah. here's the fucking problem. Until I hear a Latin country, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Steve, we got Mozambique. It's close. Fuck them. I need Where's Argentina. Colombia? I need right. Chile. We need Panama. Where's Brazil? Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. 
I mean, I would Nicaragua, I, baby, Panama. I, I will say this, and, and you know, nothing but love to all our international listeners. But yeah, I would, I would send all them in for one Brazil. I'll tell you that right now, baby. Right, <laughs> Seattle, now. right down the river. And I think, I, I think, agree. I think they all would. I think they all would agree with me. <laughs> if I know, yeah, if yeah. I know Mozambique, like I think I do. <laughs> they, they want to actually. Brazil. You know what, Matt? You're full of shit. I would trade it all in. Ready for this to make your Christmas even better? I would trade it all in for an Albanian crowd. Wow! Wow! Look at you! Oh. Look at you! You know what? You know what? You know what? Giving you, season. you, you're good. You, <laughs> you got a beautiful wife, a beautiful daughter, beautiful people come from there. Why don't yeah. we have the Albanian crowd? Honestly, I do want. Honestly, I've been begging my in-laws to do and like their friends to do an Albanian show because there is no yeah. Albanian podcast. So Huge crowd in Philly of Albanians. Shower right? installations on the Working Perspectives podcast. You son of a bitch. Hell yeah, Pete. <laughs> son of a bitch. All right? It's just a custom, all right? When you move into an Albanian household, you and your father-in-law, you build a shower and then you do shit, okay? It's just how it fucking goes, all right? You motherfucker, you've been sitting on that joke for five months since you've been gone. There's been no Albanian shower joke since you've been gone and now they're back you motherfucker good to have you back pete good to have you yeah, back yeah yeah, yeah. Look, you can't tell me your father-in-law built you a shower just for him and you and like have me forget it like yeah i mean i guess no one can forget it now you know but no it's uh dude i would love like honestly i would love to have them on just to talk about like all their experiences of of you know immigrating to america because oh yeah shit's fucking real shit's real so Nice. All right. Well, all right. Well, very cool. Um, thanks, Pete. Thanks for that. Uh, and then, yeah, thanks, thanks Justin. Tom. Thanks for that. Uh, Benoit Pood Casse, anything you want to say to the 44 faithful before we get out of here? No, man, just be safe and enjoy your weekend, everybody. You know, there's going to be a lot of weird stuff going on out there. So find some family, find some beverages, hunker down, and uh, enjoy a nice, relaxing Christmas weekend. Yeah. Yeah, very nice. Very well spoken. Very elegant. You're you're a man amongst men. All right. Speaking of man amongst men, the strongest stem. Anything you want to say to the cult of Cabot before we take off? Now, listen, usually I'm an asshole. I say retarded shit. Yeah, I act like no, a fucking dickhead. Never. No. But I'm going to get a little mushy here, right? So, uh, you know, in Christmas and family, I'm a big family person. I'm also loyal, like, to a fault. Uh, You know, the world's fucked up nowadays When you're at Christmas this year And, you you know, I know Matt, you've been through shit Pete's been through shit I know JD's been through shit Sure, Burn has Yeah. Uh, Look around and see the people around you That actually love you and support you Give them a fucking hug for Christmas, you know Yeah. Give them a fucking hug Because life ain't long Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, Steve Fucking A, man You're goddamn right You're goddamn right and yippee be... Kai, what did I say? Yo, yippee Kai, yo, <laughs> motherfuckers. Yippee Kai, yo, motherfucker. It's I the for... Rocky version. I forgive you. I forgive yeah. you for stealing my red line. It's all right. Merry uh... Christmas. <laughs> Love it. So nice. Well, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast Weekend Poppin'. I'm Matt Lavelle. Company today by the strongest of stamps, Steve Cabot, the bad boy, Bernie Biceps, Bernie Bass Hits, Bernie Bagadouche, Bern Podcasty, Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, and the party boy, Plain Meat, Poultry Pete McCormick. <laughs> you can find us on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can count us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter 
and the Tiki Talk at Work and Feed Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives at gmail.com. And do me a favor and get her off my back. Like and subscribe for Christmas so my wife leaves me the hell alone. Uh, this has been the Work Perspectives Podcast. We can pop in. Uh, Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Thanks. See you. <laughs>